We're blessed this weekend to have the relics of St. Bernadette. So in the baptistry, you'll see a golden reliquary, and inside is a piece of one of St. Bernadette's ribs. This is the first time the relics of St. Bernadette have left Lourdes, France. Relics remind us that the saints are with us and that they're interceding and praying for us. Today, I want to share a little bit about the story of St. Bernadette. She was born in 1844 in Lourdes, France. She was the oldest of nine children. She grew up in a very poor family. At the age of 10, Bernadette contracted cholera, which normally is a deadly disease. But thanks be to God, she survived. But she was plagued for the rest of her life with asthma and other ailments. At the age of 14, on February 11, 1858, Bernadette was sent with her younger sister and a friend to gather firewood down by the river Gave. As they were gathering the firewood, Bernadette heard a rustling sound. She turned, and there in the grotto next to the river, she saw the Blessed Virgin Mary. Mary was dressed in a white dress. On the top of each of her feet was a yellow rose, and she was holding a rosary of the same color. Well, a week later, on February 18th, Mary asked Bernadette to come to the grotto every day for 14 days. Now, as you can imagine, her parents wondered what was going on when Bernadette told them she was seeing a woman clothed in white. The town and her parents were divided. Some believed her, but many were skeptical. Some wanted her to be taken away to a mental institution. Her own family and parents were embarrassed about her. At one point, townspeople had her arrested and interrogated by the police. Well, during these apparitions, Mary told Bernadette to dig at the ground and that a spring of water would come up that she was to drink from and wash in. Well, Bernadette scratched at the ground and a little muddy water began to bubble up. But by the next day, it indeed was a clear stream of spring water coming up from the ground. The water of Lourdes has been the source of many miraculous healings. I'll share with you this morning just two formally documented miracles from Lourdes, the first two. The first was Saint, uh, sorry, Catherine Latapi. She had fallen from a tree and severely injured her right hand. Two of her fingers were paralyzed. Well, she felt this urge to travel to Lourdes to find healing. Catherine met Bernadette at the grotto and washed her hand in the water, and her fingers were healed. The second person to be miraculously cured at the grotto was Louis Beret. Louis was blinded in his right eye from an explosion while working in a mine. Louis went to pray at the grotto, washed in the water, and his vision was restored. We're blessed today to have some of the water from Lourdes, and at the conclusion of the homily today, I'm going to go through the congregation to bless you. As I impart this blessing, really pray for healing in your own life and in the lives of your family and friends. A couple weeks ago, when all the priests were on retreat with Father Ricardo, we had a day focused on healing, and we learned that three things are necessary for healing. First, our desire. We have to want it. Remember the man in the gospel who laid by the pool of Bethesda for 38 years? Jesus' first question to him was, do you want to be healed? Do you really want to be healed? Sometimes we prefer to kind of lick our wounds, wallowing in our self-pity, and perhaps at times even our whole identity becomes wrapped around our victimhood. 
So the question is, do we really want to be healed? Second, the key to healing, the foundation to healing, is forgiveness. If we have unforgiveness in our hearts, we will not be healed. Here's the key if we want to be healed. Forgive everyone, everything, all the time, no matter what. Let me repeat that. Forgive everyone, everything, all the time, no matter what. As you forgive others, you open yourself up to the power of God's forgiveness. Finally, prayer is essential. Jesus said, ask and you will receive. In humility, we have to ask. Now, our tendency as human beings is to focus on what we can see. And so we like to witness physical healings and miracles. But physical healings and miracles are only a sign of the interior healing that God wants to bring about in his people. God didn't come to physically heal everyone. He came to save us from sin and death, a far greater enemy than any physical ailment. The word salvation comes from the word salve, which means to heal. Well, God first and foremost wants to bring about our spiritual healing, our salvation. And that spiritual healing first happens through our baptism and then through the sacrament of reconciliation and even here in the Eucharist. The Eucharist is a sacrament of healing as we encounter Jesus, the divine physician. Well, let me close with this. On our retreat, during that day of healing, the presenters encouraged us to really kind of go to the root, to uncover the underlying wounds behind our behaviors and behind the sins of our life. So we walked through the seven deadly sins, and they helped us to uncover what what's at the root, what's underlying the seven deadly sins. So I want to just walk through these with you. What's at the root of pride? Self-doubt, questioning, am I really good enough? So what do we do? Well, we have to prove it. We have to show off. We're tempted toward pride. What's behind gluttony or overeating or drinking? There's often an underlying emptiness or loneliness in our lives that we're trying to fill. What's behind lust? We doubt whether we're lovable, whether we're desirable. We're in pain, perhaps, over times we have felt rejected or abandoned, and we desire acceptance and love. Anger. Underlying anger can be feelings of powerlessness or overwhelming fear. Why are we slothful and lazy? Maybe we feel we can't meet the expectations of others or even the expectations we place on ourselves, and so we just kind of easily give up. Envy, why are we jealous? Perhaps an underlying insecurity over our own self-worth. And so what do we do? We constantly compare ourselves. And finally, greed. We grasp for security in things other than God because at the root of that, we don't really trust the Lord. Well, God wants to meet us precisely in our wounds, and he wants to pour his healing and grace into our wounds. So as I come by now to bless you with the Lord's water, pray for healing in your own life.